Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Brother Cooper. Horse and Raspy coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the uh, North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. I'm so honored that you join me for the broadcast today, and it's my pleasure, my esteemed privilege to take the King James Bible, to open it up, and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Well, you're probably thinking, Brother Cooper, what in the world have you been doing? I've been screaming at Mrs. Cooper. No, not really. I don't do that. She screams at me. I preached this week our winter revival here at North Valley, and when I'm recording this, it's just a day or so removed from that meeting, and uh, preaching outside all week long in that damp air has gotten to my voice, and so my voice is very weak. I honestly thought I was ahead in these broadcasts and was looking forward to taking a day or two off to rest and was informed I better get back to work. You better pray for me. That, uh, you know, Brother Moyer and Brother Ethan McCurry, those guys, just absolute uh, tyrants. I'm telling you, like taskmasters keep me in this radio studio all day long. And, of course, you know I'm joking. I love it. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope that you are uh, walking with God and have spent time reading your Bible. Hope you've spent time in prayer today. And uh, I tell you, God is good to us, isn't he? He's better than good to us. We can't put a price tag on what God's given us. We can't put uh, a word that can wrap around or comprehend the scope of his goodness in our life. God has just been good to us. We're in Hebrews today, chapter number six. We just finished with Hebrews chapter number five, and now we're venturing into Hebrews chapter number six, and we'll continue the thought from chapter five. If you were with us last broadcast, then you know Paul has encouraged these Hebrews to grow in grace, basically. He is writing, and I say Paul, of course, we don't know that for sure. I just assume that Paul is probably the man God used to write the book of Hebrews. But he said that he wanted them at this point in their Christian life to have been teachers. But they're unskillful in the word. When they should be able to teach others, they're still babes, if you will, desiring milk when they ought to be ready for meat. And I talked about that last broadcast, how we ought to be ever advancing. We ought to be growing in our walk with God. We ought to be getting to the point where we don't have to always wait in the theological kiddie pool and just nibble at the small bites of Bible truth, but we ought to grow to where we can handle some harder things, some deeper things, some more in-depth things from the Word of God. You know, a lot of people complain, well, that preacher is so shallow. Did you ever stop to think that preacher has to stay in the shallows so that <clears throat> the congregation does not drown as he ventures deeper? That might be the case. Uh, it's a shame today, you know, in our generation, you mentioned Bible truth, Bible doctrines, and many Christians don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, we talk about the second coming. We talk about how it's in two phases, the rapture and then the second advent when Christ comes to the Mount of Olives and establishes his kingdom. Many Christians are all mixed up and confused. They don't know Bible eschatology. Uh, they don't know Bible words such as, and I always mention the word, propitiation. They just don't know that word. They don't know what it means. Atonement. They don't know what it means. Be uh, the the priesthood of the believer. They don't know what that means. We ought to know what that means. We ought to grow in 
grace. We had to grow in knowledge. We had to grow in our Bible understanding, grow in our prayer life. And that's what Paul is saying. He said, strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Now, I want to apologize for my voice. I understand you're listening right now thinking, man, Brother Cooper, you sound rough. I understand that, but we'll make it. Now, we get into chapter number six. The Bible said in verse number one, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. He's reiterating that thought. He said, leave the principles. That means the basic things, the bedrock things, these fundamental truths that we get into our life as we begin to grow in our Christianity. Now, you ought to know those. And you never forsake those, but you ought to grow beyond just Bible basics and start building yourself in your faith, leaving those principal doctrines of Christ. Let us go on unto perfection. Now, what does that mean, perfection? Sinless perfection? No. What does it mean? It means spiritual maturity. We ought to be growing just like physically we grow and mature. Spiritually, we also ought to be maturing in our faith. Let us. Now, the writer includes himself in this. So he's talking to these folks who are saved. Let us who have been saved grow from the bedrock, basic, milk, if you will, truths into more advanced doctrinal truths of the Word of God. You listen to the average preaching today and you read the average Christian book and it's fluff. It's just what it is. It's 10 steps to a better you. It's five practical pieces of advice for a healthy marriage. And those things aren't bad, but you don't find very many who go deep into doctrine and really serve up spiritual steak, if you will. They're stuck giving out the spiritual tapioca pudding or whatever it is, the milk of the word and not the meat. The Bible says that we're to grow. Now, I understand and I believe that a Sunday school teacher ought to help their class grow. And a preacher, of course, is to lead his people and to help that congregation grow. But there is a personal responsibility in my life and yours, if you're saved, to help ourselves in this area of Christian growth. If you're not reading your Bible every day, you're not going to grow. I ought not have to twist your arm or stay on you like I do my four-year-old at home to do right. You ought to have a Holy Spirit inside of you and enough conviction in your life and enough love for Jesus in your life to get your Bible out every single day, read it, hello, and study your Bible. You ought to read your Bible. How's God going to bless you? I know everybody wants to be blessed. I want to be blessed. I bet you want to be blessed. I want everything I can get from God, but I can't be blessed if I'm not living obediently. Where do you find the blessings of God? Well, you find the blessings of God on the pathway of obedience to his word. And the Bible says to study, to show ourselves approved unto God. Sir, if you're not reading your Bible every day, God can't bless you like he wants. Ma'am, if you're not reading your Bible every day, God will not bless you as he, ple as he, as he purposes to. Teenager, if you're not reading your Bible every day, you'll never grow. You say, well, I believe God's called me to preach. Why would God ever open a door for you to preach if you don't even read his word? Are you praying every day? That's a milk thing. That's a basic. Pray without ceasing. Call unto me and I'll answer thee. Those are basic Bible truths. But if we don't have those bedrock basic truths down, how is God going to bless us in the greater thing? 
You've got to pray. You've got to spend time on your knees in prayer. You've got to be in your prayer closet. You've got to have a prayer life and a prayer list and wants and needs and all of these things. You've got to have these visions of what you want to do for God and what you want God to do with you. And you've got to pray about these things every single day. Prayer ought to be the natural air, the natural breath for the child of God. Every day pray. Pray without ceasing. Walk down the aisle of your grocery store and pray. As you're sitting there in your house, something comes to mind, pray about it. You know, folks who are sick and in need, pray for them. You have a decision to make, consult God in prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Soul winning, that's a basic Bible thing. We understand we've been saved to tell the folks how to get saved. The fruit of a Christian is another Christian. If you're not praying, if you're not reading your Bible, if you're not witnessing, how's God going to use your life? You say, well, I want some deep truths, and I want that too. But if you've not grown past the shallow, you're not ready for the deep. When's the last time you took a gospel tract and told somebody how to get saved? When's the last time you left a gospel tract for the waiter or waitress at the restaurant? When's the last time you showed up for church-wide soul winning? When's the last time you went and made a home visit? When's the last time you put a door hanger on a doorknob? When's the last time you posted the gospel on your social media? If you're not witnessing, then you're not ready to advance from milk to meat. The Bible says to leave the principles. Grow. It's not saying forsake them. It's saying grow beyond them. It's saying don't stay in the spiritual nursery for 50 years. Don't stay in spiritual elementary school for 50 years. It's saying don't stay in the Pats Club or the Pee Wee Pirates or the Wiggle Worms your entire spiritual life. You might be 60 years old physically and spiritually three years old. That ought not be how it is. Grow. Grow in grace. How are you going to grow? Feed yourself on the word of God. Spend time every day in prayer and witness, not laying again, he said, the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permit. He's saying, don't stay on those things that we've already talked about. We've already covered. They're great. We got to hit it and hit it and hit it. We learn it. We learn it. We learn it. We don't forsake it. Never, never do, do that. We don't get rid of it. But we do grow beyond it. I want to ask you today, are you growing in grace? If you were to take spiritual inventory of your life, are there advancements? Have you made some leaps and bounds? Have you grown? You know how as a child, we'd go and we'd check ourselves in the threshold and we measure our height, go back a few weeks later and measure our height, measure our height a year later, and we'd look at those marks to make sure the marks were advancing. Spiritually, how's your marks doing? Are you advancing? Well, join us next broadcast. We'll pray for a better voice. Until then, let's ask God for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.